you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja. I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, hey. And we are we have we're joined today by a special guest, Kendra from Fragging Out Podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Skinny Penis. <laughs> Quite the intro. Better than Bob's awkward intros he normally does. <laughs> I approve. I approve. <laughs> uh, we are recording episode number 77 on October 10th for release on October 11th. Still not much going on Overwatch right now. That's probably has a lot to do with the fact that, uh, you know, BlizzCon is coming up and, and Blizzard and the Overwatch team are trying to keep things, uh, you know, secret until they're they can they they're on that big stage. But we do have a couple things to talk about. Obviously, the biggest thing happening is Halloween Terror, so we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the additional patch notes that came with that. We're going to talk about Overwatch League again, probably not as in-depth as we did last week, but uh, there, was some, it, there was some activity on the Activision side of things. Activision's being downgraded in terms of uh, performance, and it's because of Overwatch League, and that's what we kind of want to talk about why that should not be happening um but then we also have a couple weekly updates that we want to go over as well uh for anybody who is listening for the first time thank you very much for taking the time to check us out i'd like to welcome you to the show welcome to watchpoint radio we do talk about news competitive and some esports but the main focus of the show is the community and the state of the game if you enjoy the show you can follow us on twitter at watchpoint radio and Please come into our Discord, discord.me slash smash those buttons to chat with us sometime. We uh, we love hearing from you guys. So before we find out how everybody's been doing for the week, let's get into some community feedback. We have an uh, iTunes review from both Watchpoint Radio and Prepare to Attack. So the first one is from Mikey Do 456 is for Watchpoint Radio. I absolutely love this show. They always surprised me, and the last week was no different. Instead of having a short cast due to it being a light news week, they decided to have a deep discussion on the Overwatch League. It's also nice to hear the host of the shows hear each other out and debate without getting angry. Loving this podcast. Thank you very much. Great. We we uh, glad you're enjoying the show. Have you been listening since Mikey was on? Because me and Mikey, we didn't like yell at each other and get angry at each other, but definitely got we got heated. I was a heated to word. <laughs> well, it, and his name's Mikey Do. That's not Mikey. That's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's a coincidence, uh, maybe? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not Mikey, so. 
Yeah. Uh, the next review is from Tragic Zach. Uh, he's actually been a long... This is for Prepare to Attack, but he's been a long-time listener of Watchpoint Radio. So, how you doing, Zach? Uh, this is by far the best way to introduce yourself into a new hero. Not only new heroes, but also learning more about your favorites. I just finished the Anna episode, and my positioning has improved has improved my win rate on Anna over 30%. If you aren't listening to every single episode prepared to attack, you are, you're not doing Overwatch correctly. I can't wait for that Widowmaker episode so I can continue to prove that I still can't aim. Well, at least you got the right attitude. <laughs> you know? You got the right attitude. You know, you, 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 your expectations are set properly, and you can only surprise yourself at this point. Nah, fuck, the, fuck that shit. Hashtag assholes never die. Assholes <laughs> never die. No. Yeah, and, uh, the funny thing about widows, you all have that game where you're like, oh my gosh, I hit everything. I am amazing. I'm going to play widow just nonstop now. The next game, Fucking you right? don't hit one shot. Oh, uh, every rough. time. Every time. But that yeah. episode should be coming out in the next batch here in a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, well, let's uh, see what everybody's been up to. Kendra, you are our guest, so we will let you go first. Actually, first of all, why don't you tell them a bit about yourself and tell them about, you know, the Fragging Out podcast, and then tell us what you've been up to. All right, all right. Uh, my name's Kinder. I like long walks on the beach. I have a gigantic... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I uh, started podcasting with the Sagopod, a uh, just general video game podcast that kind of started as a... Uh, pop culture general and evolved into like a listenable podcast. Uh, we did that for about two to three years or so. And, um, just recently kind of cut it off. I, I think we're actually calling it quits finally with the Sago pod. Uh, it got a m moderate amount of popularity, but at the time when we started, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Uh, so most of my podcasting experience was with Sago pod. Uh, I started fragging out, um, what, two months ago or so? Yeah, about two months ago. Yeah. Uh, we are now five episodes deep. Uh, we have had, let's see, what's his name? Uh, Rufflegator on, uh, as a guest. We had, uh, Ragtag, who is phenomenal. I, if you can, anybody in here, if you have not heard, uh, of Ragtag on YouTube, he is a phenomenal YouTuber. S so hilarious jealous. he's so fucking good and he's um, an amazing uh guest on the po on the podcast I mean, it was our best episode by far and the listen show it um and we've had a couple of odds and ends there uh, we also had a, a instagrammer named weird mercy who's somehow big on instagram with just like mercy image macros and shit but uh she's uh he's a little fun <laughs> i'll tell you that that was a good episode but uh other than that I mean, that's about it. You know, I'm not a very interesting guy. Just listen to fragging out to hear more about me and my shitty life. But um, uh, as far what as... What a pitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear about this fucking asshole, listen to this podcast or not. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just uh, start with episode three with Ragtag and you will not be... You'll not be disappointed. I was... I was just about to try and get him on. I had to clear it with Jaw because he says uh, his his language is a little even further than than we ever even go. So, <laughs> oh yes, it is extremely not safe for what I mean. It's explicit as shit. So, uh, do not let any of your children or younger brothers <laughs> or anybody uh, listen to fragging out. Please, we will get shit for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. And how about uh, in Overwatch? You've been playing any Overwatch this week, or have you also been playing something else? <laughs> um, beginning of the week, I played a bit of Overwatch. Went on a big win streak because I got my ass handed to me uh, the week before last, and just like got super disheartened about everything. Like I had had a really shitty week. Uh, I'm going through some personal stuff. Uh, long story. It's on the other podcast. But um, you know, so I was I was dealing with that and kind of angry and like fucking had like some self-loathing self-loathing going on and shit like that. So like I just went on this terrible losing streak, lost my way to fucking gold. Like it was that bad. And um so I just quit for a week solid, like just completely quit. And then I came back on and just like stuck with my standbys, Tracer Reaper, Winston, you know, things like that cuz I flex. Uh stuck with my standbys and just carried my way back up and now I'm like mid plat again. And uh, after I did that, I was like, you know, I'm not touching this shit for a little bit because I'm afraid to lose. <laughs> I was That's hot, man. Sounds harsh. That's the same when you have a game that you really, really like, but the fear of losing your place, like, you know, that's right. going to hurt more than the joy you get from actually playing. Right. The game. It's like a cost benefit <laughs> analysis. Like, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like. like- like my season two stuff and season three where I'd play Friday night late and Saturday night late and wake up the next morning and be like, what did I do? Why did I keep queuing? Well, that's what Mike and not Mikey, um, Anthony's problem was like, he mm-hmm. would lose 400 SR in a night. That's, what, a I, that's night. what I would do in season two and three. <laughs> I know that feel that that's what that night was, but it was more like six or 700. Like I was just so angry, just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I couldn't win a game. Like I was playing until I won a single game. I drew one and quit for the night. Like it was that bad. You were right. that guy that gets into the match and goes, "All right, guys, can we fucking win one, please, please?" Yeah. Yeah. I, I was literally why the fuck that are you picking asshole. Junkrat? What the fuck is going? Why why do we have an attack Torb? What's going on? <laughs> you you were that guy. Yeah, yeah, I was literally that asshole. But I shouldn't have been playing. <laughs> it was a bad idea to play that angry. <laughs> yeah well do you have any smurfs or do you have a single account uh i have a secondary account but i've been too lazy to fucking placement it and my uh my buddy from the saga Bot, he likes to play on that account but he's played like seven hours total maybe uh mm. so but between where i was playing in quick play and where he was playing like the hidden mmr is probably just wrecked completely so like i expect even if i play really well in placements the hidden hidden mmr will place it somewhere around gold i'm sure so i can't really use that as like a metric for my own skill level now so i haven't really bothered too much with it you know once once he places it you know i'll probably like get in there and boost every now and then but you know yeah no no i feel you I mean, it's like, actually, at this point, I have a total of five Overwatch accounts at this point. I have one one on each yeah. console and then three on PC, right? <laughs> my uh, my original goal was only have, I was only going to have the two um, accounts on PC, and one was going to be my low account, and the other account was going to be my main, but I fucked up, and I got my low account into Platinum, and I'm just kind of <laughs> like, well, then I, I can't actually help the people that I want to help. Yeah. And I was also going to be my my low pressure, you know, low, uh, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Low stress account. Like, okay, yeah. I still want to play Overwatch, but I don't want to stress about my SR. So I'm going to go play on one of the lower ranks. So that's kind of out the water. So now I have a third Smurf, and it's not 
Oh, seconds more of a saying it's not uh, at level 25 yet. Yeah. But I've actually been playing that way more because my buddy has been playing Overwatch as well. And so I've just been leveling up with him and trying to help him out. So the funny thing is, I know if I keep playing with him, it, that account's going to stay low. So, yeah. <laughs> you I know, know man. I keep telling you, if you want to do it without throwing, you're going to have to uh, channel your inner Hanzo practice. That's well, what I'm I did only... on my account. Like I played nothing but like hit scan widow and like snipers and shit. I'm a terrible outlaw. I was a terrible hit scan, like soldier widow, those kind of things. And my soldier play actually got good enough that I started better. using it in my main. And yeah. I've used uh widow in uh, two matches now and it helped win the match with both. So that was really good. But like when I started on that shit, it was fucking shitty boys. It was, it was bad. <laughs> let me tell you. Well, for that third account, I only plan to play it with other people in lower ranks, too. That will also help. You know, I think if a grandmaster plays with silver players on his smurf and he gets actually put into silver, I'm pretty sure I can make it there, too. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel bad, though, when I play with people on their main accounts. I feel like when I'm on that account playing with their mains, I need to play my mains and then I end up just. You know, like four v one people with Reaper. You know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. So I usually it's hard. Usually, what I try to do when on my lower accounts is I will play more support. Like on my main accounts, I'll play tank and DPS. But on my lower accounts, I play like support. Like it's okay. Go ahead, go kill the people. I'll keep you healed. You know, Dad's watching. It's a fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of like that. So it, it got to the point the other night when I was so angry. Like we had a Farah that was just wrecking our shit, and I was playing. I was stuck on Mercy in this game, and uh, like this Farah took out like three of our fucking dudes on Hanamura, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, just go over there. I'll do it. And I pulled out my pistol and fucking took the fire out with Mercy, and then went on to capture the point alone. <laughs> Dude, it was ridiculous. Uh, some, those are some of the best replays when the Mercy uses the, f- the fair to get up in the air and then she kills the other fair while she's up in the air. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have not played a competitive, a game of competitive Overwatch in over a week uh, on PC. I've, I've been playing my low account on PC. However, I I made an not an announcement I should say, but on Twitter on, on Monday I was like, oh, I'm gonna play PS4 exclusively this week. And while I still plan to play PS4 exclusively, it really feels like it was a mistake. I played PS4 <laughs> yesterday night. It had to be the worst Overwatch experience I've ever had. Ouch. Period. Like I I was like I was getting to a point like I was like, what happened to this? to this community what happened to the ps4 players because it is not this bad on xbox right <laughs> it, it really isn't this bad on xbox but like when i was playing xbox I, 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 that's another thing i saw on twitter last week where it felt like like low platinum was actually silver on xbox that's that's the level of play i saw Ouch. on xbox same level on ps4 feels like bronze like it was <sighs> It's just kind of like people making nonsensical decisions and then they're blaming each other for stuff when they, the reality, they, they both suck, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's part of the problem. Like I was playing Reaper uh, on one game and I'm getting I'm racking up kills, but I had to, uh, you know, their group is coming up around the corner and I was damaged. So I come back, I'm in Wraith form and I see the mercy, the mercy sees me. I have two health. 
two. <laughs> two hit points. If Mercy sees me, I'm expecting that she's going to like heal me. No, she just keeps healing the diva who was already healed. She wasn't even healing the diva. She just had her beam on the diva because the diva was at full health. <laughs> and then I said, Mercy, what, what's up? He was like, what are you talking about? I, I'm healing the diva. I was like, no, no. The diva didn't need healing. The diva had turned from the health. I needed it. He was like, well, no, the diva was more important. I'm like, okay, there's no point in me even having this conversation if you don't understand that. Like, I can't, this is one of the, you, you got to know when to pick your, your battles, right? And this was a battle I was going to lose. <laughs> even though I was right, I was going to lose it. So many times. That's so, what it is. Yeah, hopefully later in the week. I haven't had a chance to hook up with anybody from the Watchpoint Radio community. So hopefully later in the week, I'll be able to hook up with PS4 players uh, from the Watchpoint Radio community. So I'm really looking forward to playing with you guys because, uh, yeah, the random I'm playing with, not so much. Bob, Ooh, yeah, what's up? Play with me, Daddy. <laughs> Bob, what's up with you? Uh, me? Uh, I've been getting ready for BlizzCon, and I've been doing some long hours at work and Melissa's been out of town. There's just been a lot going on. I had waffle, uh, waffle liquor, my good friend that I met on overwatch come in town and, and visit me and Melissa and tank. So we took them all over Kansas city. So I only got to play really Saturday night and we did the heroes never die. Sorry. The cavalry never dies monthly tournament hosted by Slambo from the Cavalry and totally drunk from Heroes Never Die. And I went all the way to the finals for the second time in a row and got beat by the same people, Shock, Shock and Neckmaster. Shockmaster and Neckmaster. And we went up in the main bracket that we lost and we came all the way back up from the... We lost to them in the main bracket and then... Went to the loser's bracket, came all the way back up to them in the finals, and then lost. We put up a good fight, but Masters players, you know, like it was a 2v2 elimination tournament, uh, first to 20. And so we tried a bunch of different things, but the closest we got was within, I believe, two or three. I think it was 17 to 20 on one of the rounds. But usually they, you know, we were like 12 when they had 20, but it was, a good, it was a good time. We're going to keep training. We're going to keep trying to win. All right. Are you, a, a, are you a gatekeeper, Bob? Is that what you are? You know what that is? <laughs> uh, no a gatekeeper is somebody that like, when you're playing like in tournaments and stuff like that, the gatekeeper is somebody that the people who are really good know they can count on to keep everybody else out. <laughs> and then they know they'll beat you when they when they'll get, when get up there. You said gatekeeper, and I thought I'm the key master. But nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they knew they could beat us again. But we put up a good fight. I think uh, Melissa took some video of me and Tank sitting back to back doing the doing the tournament, and we were singing and shooting back and forth. I think she's going to put it on YouTube later, so I'll try to leak that in the Discord at some point. Okay, nice. Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and start talking Overwatch. Well, more Overwatch, and we'll go ahead and get into the top story. Top story. All right, so really the only thing happening in Overwatch right now is Halloween Terror. It is back 
for the second time. It, uh, obviously, this is only the second year of Overwatch, so <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, we got eight new skins, all legendary, from what I could, from what I heard. Uh, I, I got the list of skins right here, but I did not check on the pricing. But I think they're all legendary skins. I think they've done that since the uh, since the anniversary. Well, everything's the, been legendary. Were the, the new Anna summer one? game skins all legendary? I'm pretty sure. No, I don't think so. Actually, am I wrong? Um, yeah, I, I think there were a couple that were non-legendary. I forget yeah. which ones, but yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, there were the ones before that weren't legendary. Yeah, I know the those. new ones. Yeah, the, the 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 year the anniversary ones all legendary. So those were like, for sure, I'm blanking on the summer games. Yeah, I maybe Jack could help us. Big Fish think, says yes, all legendary. So I'm I'm gonna trust him on this one. Yeah, I, well, I think he. I'm, I'm not sure if he's talking about all legendary for this event or all legendary for uh, yeah. uh you yeah. know the summer games as well, but. Regardless, we do know that it is all legendary skins here. And we let's see how many skins we got. We got Anna has a new eight. skin. Oh, what'd you say? We have eight new. Yes, eight new skins. Anna has one. She is a pirate. Uh Zenyatta has one. It's it's called Cultist. Uh, but we, like, we all know us Cthulhu. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> it's Cthulhu, yeah. Like that's the like, it, it, they, that's more descriptive, because yeah. <laughs> cultish thing, which I really appreciate them giving thing out a second skin because oh, yeah. for Halloween because the last year is kind of where it, it really just didn't feel all that uh, impressive, you know. Right. It was like ah, he already looks like a skull. Just draw a skull on his head and send it out. Like it'll be fine. So uh, yeah, um, so go ahead. I did confirm all of the new summer games are. Uh, we're all legendary. So the new yeah, summer yeah. games also are all legendary. Okay. And okay. So uh, next was Reaper, who is a Dracula. So somebody, I, I didn't, like, I, I thought it was a Friday the 13th one because that's what the fuck it looks like. It looks like the Jason <laughs> mask. <laughs> okay. But it is Dracula. Somebody called that out on Twitter before and I was like, nah, it's, that's Friday the 13th. But go ahead. Yeah, give the guy without a Dracula. face Dracula. You know, Dracula. Yeah, I think they could have given that to somebody else. Like McCree could have been Dracula. Yeah, because you know he has a mouth and shit, so <laughs> that would have worked <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, yeah I'm not a the huge white fan of face paint. Yep. So uh, I think the skin's freaking awesome. It's gonna be my main skin now. Smaller I, head hitbox. I think <laughs> it's okay. I think it's okay. Um, I don't think the actual hitbox is actually smaller though. I think they are with like they, with with different skins. I don't see because if that's the case, then his hood and whatever he wears that big some sombrero hat, those must clip right like right through, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, well, that's I, the thing. Like for just for balance purposes, these skins cannot give you an advantage or disadvantage. Well, I know yeah. they make you play. The just the straight up regular skins in comp or in competition, like in the league competition. But I still haven't heard anything from Blizzard, yes or no, on that. I'd be curious if someone could find that link. Well, I think someone just think needs so. a link. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so. That'll be. That's what I thought too. 
Because the way hitboxes normally work, it's usually like if you've ever seen like a fighting game tutorials or everything, it's like a, an actual box most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's like smaller boxes and shit that go with them. And when they put when they make those hitboxes for the characters, that's like that's their box. You know, yeah. no matter what cosmetic you put on there. Yeah, it's just going to clip right. I mean, it's exactly what you said. It it sounds kind of shitty when you look at it from a, a, you know, a hardcore gaming perspective. But for balanced purposes, that wouldn't make any sense to give him a fucking huge sombrero and then make his hitbox like this because you'd have like two big actual hitboxes out there on the sides, you know. Right. So maybe they actually just the reason they make them play the default skins is because those best reflect their actual hitbox. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mean, that that would make a lot of sense. Bowling. The last game I played, actually, the last shooter I played that had different hitboxes per skin by accident was Unreal Tournament. And even Epic came out later and said that was a mistake because I think they noticed that everybody was playing the skinny girl with the ponytail because she had the smallest <laughs> hitbox and she when she jumped when she double jumped she also did like these like in-air cartwheels yeah. and they're like oh yeah can't do that it's like nobody's gonna pick <laughs> gorge who's the size of a doorway and just get shot up all the time <laughs> you know so yeah it's uh i i haven't really seen that in a shooter in a long time i'd be surprised if it was different but symmetra Got another new skin. Her, actually, I didn't mind her skin last year. I mean, I guess it, it wasn't that spectacular. It also wasn't a legendary either. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a legendary. And now she's a dragon. When, and people were kind of pissed that it wasn't D.Va because D.Va's getting that skin and Heroes of the Storm coming up. You know, you know what, though? I really dig it on Symmetra because she's already kind of got that vibe going anyway, that like Dragon Queen kind of thing. But I really dig it because... I'm a D and D guy and she looks like a fucking drow, like straight oh, yeah. up. If you put, if you played four E, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's straight up. You, she is a fucking D and D drow. I would be incredibly surprised if that's not where they got the inspiration from that. Just like Google it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of people like it. It came out. Was it like, I, when did they show that? I, I think uh, it leaked. Was it like late last week, like Friday or Saturday? And, then people have all this artwork ready for it available. I'm like, don't you people have jobs? Like, no, but you know, <laughs> you know, they 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 are into it. So the Symmetra Dragon is going to be highly uh, sought after, even though it is weird because you hear her like say her uh, voice lines in the Junkenstein game, and we're going to jump into that in a little bit. But it's weird to hear her talking about dragons when Hanzo and Genji are also there. Like, ah, uh, that's my line. <laughs> yeah yeah so it feels a little weird so may has a new skin also called uh i think it's called jang shi i don't know that's got to be it's, some type of chinese lore I, it's i'm fucking not up cute. on it oh my it god an actual it's a vampire i know i know that much yeah uh, it, like, you guys don't watch enough anime <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know exactly what it's supposed to be, like as far as lore and everything goes, but uh, I, I do know that you see that kind of demon kind of thing, like the Chinese demon deal uh, in anime a lot, you know, with like the little spike teeth and all. Like, there's a shit ton of references to that. Well, kind of I, I got that point, but I don't know, like, the cultural history behind it. Oh, I just yeah, don't want right. to be like, oh, yeah, it's an anime, and that's why they pulled it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fucking love it. You know, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. May is fucking May, and I 
the skin is just oh i love it i love it so much yeah, yeah. the next one is absolutely horrifying though bizarre <laughs> the totally 90s i can't wait to get that 80s. shit i love it totally 80s. 80s that's right totally i said totally 80s, 90s yeah. totally 80s yeah, yes. 80s was an accident my friend <laughs> i love it it's so good <laughs> the headband oh my god it's just like 80s. a living meme it's just perfect oh yeah we're talking about zarya by the way yeah this is zarya uh, so i i mean they could have done a bunch of different things but i i approve will i be buying the skin if it comes down to it no but if i get it i wouldn't be sad <laughs> you know so <laughs> we'll see what happens mccree we did see mccree when they did that little teaser he was one of the first that they showed him and reaper and mccree is van helsing which also fits him. Which does make yeah. sense, yeah. It fits him. I, I actually need to see his gun because McCree has great gun mods for his for his skins, for his legendaries. Even though I, they they're still gonna have a really tough time beating all American McCree. That was their first new McCree skin, yeah. and it was just kind of like beautiful. It was America. Like that's what <laughs> that's what it, it was. America. Uh, red, yeah. white, and blue Come gun. Again, Come again, the motherfucking day, America. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, we have Torbjorn as a Viking. So this should have been done a long time ago. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. He looks they, like I, a. He looks like a freaking a freaking dwarf from uh from Warcraft. Well, I think that was the whole point. <laughs> like, is, like, like, is that tier three armor? Yeah, he was uh he was one of the earliest characters designed for Overwatch, and of course they're gonna take inspirations from their other games, especially their multi billion dollar games that they have. So I wouldn't be <laughs> he was I'm probably in Titan. Yeah. Well no, he definitely was in Titan. That is one hundred percent confirmed. <laughs> that he was a Titan character. Him, Tracer. And somebody else. I don't think it was Soldier, but him and Tracer for sure were Titan characters. So, uh, but what else we got? Highlight intros. Only one new highlight intro, and it's actually I like it from Roadhog. The footsteps. Oh yeah, I saw that one. It, it was pretty good. You know, yeah. as, as a Roadhog player, I don't know if I'll use it because I I love the uh, was it Baiji or whatever it is, the one where he's like passed out eating dumplings. Yes, the that's the one I use now. I got it. Yeah, that's what I use now. Like, nah, I like it. Like the the uh, the impending footsteps of Roadhog that apparently people can't hear, and Roadhog, you know, <laughs> sneaks up on them. <laughs> but uh, Jaws not still bitter or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that we got that, and then we have two new emotes. One that they just had laying around for Torbjorn to batter up. You know, they have a bunch of this stuff just laying around. And they're throwing yeah. it into fucking events. You know. And uh, the May hopping one actually goes with her, you know, her, her, the, the actual cute. theme of Halloween. Oh, oh I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Big Fish has said Farrah wasn't Titan. So uh, that's, that's another one. And they probably, hey, there's probably more, but I do know those, well, now those three, thanks to Big Fish, uh, confirm that Farrah wasn't Titan. But yeah. <laughs> I didn't check the voice lines. I saw you guys in Discord talking about the voice lines earlier. <laughs> Fuck those voice lines. I didn't even check to see if they had them. I hope I didn't they check don't. them, but I have a few now. Well, and not to mention, like I kind of I would have to parse through the ones from last year and see if there's any new ones because everybody with every event, everybody got voice lines. Then around Uprising, they started. Do- no, was it Uprising? No, it was Year of the Rooster. They started the double 
voice line shit. And that yeah. was like, I was not happy about that. That cheating got, you out of your out of your good loot, Bob. You shouldn't be encouraging <laughs> the voice lines. I got two from different characters that said "Happy Halloween," so I'm guessing every single one of them has a Happy Halloween. Maybe, yeah. maybe they probably had those just sitting around from last year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just give them the Happy Halloween. They did, so. Diva already had one. It was the Happy Halloween. You fucking <laughs> that one. So I, I assume she got something else. Oh. Well, then maybe because one of the ones I got was Diva, and then the other one I got, God, I got Genji saying it in whatever language he speaks, and then someone else actually saying Happy Halloween. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it so. It might have been Reaper. It, did McCree have a, a skin last year for Halloween? I cannot remember. I don't uh, no, think not so. according to this list. Last year we had Reinhardt, Hanzo, Junkrat, Anna, Soldier, uh, Roadhog, Farah, Bastion, Zenyatta, Reaper, Symmetra, Mercy. Okay. Yeah, so I wasn't too sure. I mean, I'm all for giving the newer characters, well, some people who haven't had skins before, like, you know, the new skins. And like I said, I didn't mind the Zingata one and the the uh, Symmetra one because they, you know, their, their skins last year were okay, but they were kind of lacking. Like, they're definitely not as good as the skins you have now. That being said, there's other characters that need skins, like good legendary skins there, Blizzard. You know, Doomfist needs a yeah. good legendary skin. Arissa. I can't believe they skipped over Sombra for a good Halloween skin. Right. They could have did all types of crazy shit with her hair. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe they just completely missed that opportunity. Uh, you know, but you know me, I always got to find something to complain about. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm fine with what <laughs> we got, but still, I would have loved to see an Arissa skin, so especially since I play Arissa so much on, uh, on PC, at least. I would love to see a greater risk. And the one I, the risk I'm using now is the Xbox skin. That's what they call it. Like the, you have yeah. the Xbox classic skin and then you have the Xbox 360 skin for Arisa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, using the shit. Xbox classic skin. So, but yeah, like actually crash tag just suggested like Banshee Sh- Sombra. Like that would have been fucking great. Yeah, it would have been good. You know, so I, I, I think they missed an opportunity to do some pretty cool stuff. They also missed an opportunity to give us, I don't know, maybe some epic skins because the loot drop for these legendaries is going to be horrendous. You know? Yeah. I've got three of them. Yeah. Well, fuck Lucky you, you, Bob. <laughs> I spent <laughs> 20 bucks, though, and now that's on stream. So, okay, Mel, you can buy $20 of cards. Oh, uh, so he, bucks. yeah, okay. I thought he, like, just played and got yeah. it. Like, nah, man. Dude, I spent fucking, like, 25 or 30 bucks last year before I finally got any of the ones I wanted and I was still missing Reaper until the end of the fucking event. I was mad as hell. If I do buy loot boxes, buy Reaper. if I do buy loot boxes, it is at the absolute last end of the event. Like I know I will know I will not have time to continue playing, you know? That's yeah. that's the only time I'm buying loot boxes at this point because especially now, right? Before, if you bought a loot box and then you got something, and then later on you got you'll get the duplicate, you get the cash for that. Now they're making sure you really don't get the duplicates anymore, right. so you're kind of low on cash. I will say, 
So for the first like 19 of the 24 loot boxes, I didn't get one dupe and it was almost all uh Halloween themed uh items. Mm. And then towards the end, I started getting dupes of Halloween stuff. So you got a, a nice little buffer before you started getting the, the dupes. Like I'm getting dupes now constantly though. I must just have too much shit. No, maybe. There was some complaints on the forums that after the last not 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 this patch, obviously. Maybe the last patch before this, people were starting to see that. more duplicates. But I don't that that might be Blizzard actually throwing them a bone because people during the summer games, people were complaining so much that they didn't have money to buy the skins they wanted and they had to rely one hundred percent completely on RNG. Yeah. That's what they other people are complaining about it. I think that they should, you know, if if what they should do silently, and they don't have to announce this, is that they should, uh, you know, as the event progresses on, they should increase the chances of you getting different, like you know, scan stuff that people want, like skins and legendaries yeah. and stuff like that, and that will encourage people to play. Like, you know, you're midway through the event and now you just got an epic and a legendary. It's like, oh, let me see if I can keep going. Because that's the whole point of the events. Blizzard doesn't just want to give you content. They want you to play the game and hope that you buy loot boxes. They want you to play the game and get your friends to play the games and hope that everybody just buys some fucking loot boxes. That's what they want. <laughs> Throw more money at it, please. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'd say they want you to play the game most, and they want you to get those cash cows to play the game, the guys that spend tons and tons yeah. of money. Yep. Hi, it's yep. Jeff from the overpaid team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I think they should do. Like As the event goes on, you have a, a better chance of getting the stuff that you want, so... And they don't mm-hmm. have to make it like a 50% chance, but I think the the drop rate for legendaries is like something like 4% or something like that when you average it out. It's really low. So take it from like 4% to like 8%. That's not even 10%. <laughs> you know, like, come well, on. Those numbers aren't guaranteed to be NA numbers. Those are Asia numbers that they had to release. No, yeah. these, this so is, we don't even I'm, know if the that's number, the actual numbers no, here. No, the numbers that I'm talking about are from the research I did myself. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. That, All right, so, yeah. yeah. Bitch, that, what you talking I mean, about? I got a TI-84. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, a, that's like a poll, you know, that's like a, what do you call that, where it's a set group of people where it's not, Everybody, it's not the full stats. Yeah, what do you call that a focus well, a con- poll? Well, a draw a poll group or draw poll? Mm-hmm. I think it's focus poll. Yeah. I don't fucking. Know. Not, well, I just compared. Sure. I compare my data versus other people who were doing the same thing, like on Reddit and stuff like that, and it was roughly around the same, same thing. So, and it wasn't like I did a hundred loot boxes. Like my spreadsheet has fifteen hundred entries on it for loot boxes. Yeah, I, think I think that's you did enough. That <laughs> when you first joined the show, maybe. How long have you been doing this? Yeah. <laughs> well, he did it for the one event. I forget what event it was. I I was did. It? I started doing it early. Like I started doing it yeah. like at the end of summer games last year. Yeah, you know? you're ahead of the curve then. Yeah, yeah. So, but out of all the just so just imagine this. Out of all these loot boxes that I've opened on my account, I still don't have a bunch of the stuff that I want. I have a ton of trash, <laughs> tons of voice lines, like something's wrong. Rib. Other like games the, that, uh, go ahead. 
I was gonna say, like, the most research I've actually done on Overwatch at all is a fucking straw poll I had with, like, 70 people responding on who's the best waifu in Overwatch. <laughs> by the way, May is currently number one, motherfuckers, followed by Mercy. Fuck you, May is Bay. Congratulations. <laughs> that May. <Fuck> May. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, all uh, I hear is wah. I hear just wah. Oh. So what I was going to say is uh, I think that other games, even other Blizzard games, I forget what the mechanic is called, and I wish Nick was in the the audience to tell me, but they have a mechanic like the as you get loot, they have it in, actually, you play Hearthstone, don't you? And, I do. Um, they have a mechanic in Hearthstone, like as you continue to get loot, there's only so many card packs you're going to open without getting a... Yeah, it's uh, called, uh, dang it, Forgiveness, no... Pity. It's pity. something. It's, it's a pity timer. That's what yeah, it is. Pity timer. Pity timer. Yeah, I think Overwatch needs a pity timer. That's what it is because that will. Overwatch get... just needs pity in general. <laughs> <laughs> because there, there was a time like I on my spreadsheet, I had a string of thirty loot boxes that were three whites and a blue, thirty in a row, three whites and a blue. That's I don't problem. know if you've ever watched any Kevin Smith movies, but uh, have you ever seen uh, Clerks 2, I think, or Clerks the original? I've, I've seen both, but like once and not in a very long time. I, I just reminded I've, me of the I've line. Seen she's the original. Talking, I just reminded me of the line where he's like, 37 dicks in a row? <laughs> Try not to suck any dick on the way out the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think I have to see those movies because I live in Jersey, so it's like oh, required yeah. living here. Uh, well, let's get back to the uh, Halloween Terror 2017 because Junkenstein's Revenge is back in the in the regular mode. There has been a few changes, uh, like Symmetra's in it now. Be- who yeah. was it before? It was Reaper, Mercy, Junkrat, and who else? Roadhog. 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 Okay, so it was only those four because. Yep. Yeah, okay, so now now is Reaper, Mercy, Junkrat, Roadhog, and Symmetra. Symmetra. She's in it. And when she drops in it, she... Uh, no, Mercy's an, Mercy's an enemy, the witch. I'm, Mel's uh, yeah. in uh, chat, sorry. Uh, I know Mar- Mel's probably thinking the characters you played. No, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, when Symmetra spawns, she spawns or she creates a shield generator, which you really wasn't that big of a deal at first. It was more of a deal in the endless because every time she spawns, she makes a new one. And I want to get into that. But uh, yeah, so they they changed a little bit because now, too, because Reaper showed up a few times. We, we talked about that a bit earlier in pre-show that Reaper showed. He just basically like sometimes he'll just appear during uh, the in, in any of the waves he'll he'll appear but symmetra roadhog and junkenstein really only appear once until mercy comes and she can resurrect them and bring them back so you know that pretty much is uh that's it's what it was before the new thing they've added is junkenstein revenge endless which the way that works is First of all, this instead of picking four heroes, you, you can choose from a pool of eight. 
The, you can also choose Inyata, you can choose Torbjorn, you can choose Genji, you can choose Widow on top of Hanzo, Anna, uh, Soldier, and... McCree. McCree, yeah, sorry. And there's 12 waves. In order to win, you have to survive 12 waves. After the 12 waves, they go into these things called bonus rounds, or after the bonus rounds where it just gets substantially harder. Like, um, instead of there just being one boss, there might be two or three or four of the same person. Like, there'll be like four <laughs> Roadhogs popping up. So, I had one, one time where there were five Symmetras that appeared, and each <laughs> one of them put a shield generator down. <laughs> It was ridiculous. And then once you hit those bonus waves, because it feels like Blizzard wants you to win. Because waves 1 through 12 aren't that big of a deal. But once you start getting those bonus waves and the junk rat tires, the shock tires, come like every 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. And if they get like three or four junk rats, it's like, let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to rock. <laughs> you know, it just keeps like, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, where are they coming from? <laughs> yeah. Like, usually it's... I, I, I don't think I have died a single time playing it yet. But usually we, we get so overwhelmed that we just can't, I, we lose track of, it's always usually like a robot, like a stray robot that makes it in the back and then ends the game for us. Because we're so focused on everybody else. Yeah. You know, so like, it, yeah. But I did like, I, I mean, I don't understand why they don't just allow anybody to you to pick anybody. Like maybe there's something up with that map. Where they're worried about people getting the place they're not supposed to go, or maybe it breaks certain part of the map. I don't know. But now we have eight characters instead of four. Maybe they're just holding off because they know they're going to do the same exact thing next year. And like, oh, now it's with 12 characters. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh my God, thank you, Blizzard. <laughs> you know, no. Oh, they might break <laughs> it if they put someone like Farah in or May in. You know, it's like May, you just wall it off and then take out the people or take out the bots at the door. Or like, or you just fly in the air and just have fun, <laughs> pretty much. Right, right. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure almost everybody in that mode has voice lines, like that they say. Like Zenyatta, when he's killing things, he'll say, the monster is dead, or Junkenstein has breathed his last breath, or something like that. Like, he'll say he'll say those things. I, I was getting a lot of killing going on when I was in Yana. That's how I know. So, but um, I see you. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it. Uh, maybe that's another thing they wanted to make sure they have voice lines in there. It's. I. Th- I thought it was funny. I th- actually I thought it was funny last year when they when it was going on that they put like actual like you know because the whole Junkenstein's revenge thing is supposed to be like a side story, right? Like it's 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 fantasy. It's a story that they're telling. Yeah. But in the. Uh, if you listen to some of the voice lines, they're actually talking about things that are happening in the real world. Like soldier 76 tells you he's from Bloomington, Indiana. Um, Anna tells you that her soldier 76, her soldier 76 have, they have a history, but none of it was good. You know, then, you know, somebody was talking about, like somebody says something about Reaper betraying the rest of the group. So it takes it away from that fantasy aspect, and it's actually taking Overwatch lore and putting it into that mode, which is odd to me. Yeah, I really like it though. I, I, I've always dug like the in-game storytelling kind of thing. Um, especially you know, like kind of really started with like Portal and those games like that. You know, 
And it, it was always just really cool to like kind of piece things together on your own, rather than just fucking reading a manual, you know, and be like, oh, this is what happened here. And like, you don't, you don't know like the history between like soldier and the, the ladies of like for the longest time, I figured soldier and Anna were like a thing. And maybe Farah was soldiers, you know, baby girl, something that got proven wrong. But, you know, like that was my like head cannon kind of thing, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, a I, lot of people thought Ryan was uh, was Farrah's dad too. Yeah, but then you see his Ryan. Ryan can't keep his hands off of his wife, you know. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. That's Torbjorn. That's Torbjorn, Torbjorn with all the kids. Yeah, Torbjorn, Torbjorn can't keep his yeah. hands off of his Breaking wife. Like, just get off of her. God damn, you know. But um, hey, man, Torb, play on, brother. Play on. <laughs> no, I'm three no, foot I, five with a twelve foot wiener. <laughs> no, I agree though. Like I, I agree that more lore should be in the game, but I'm just I just thought it was weird that they put this put it into this, which is supposed to be kind of like not in that universe. Like it's like somebody telling a story is what what uh, Junkenstein's revenge is supposed to be. Yeah. Well, maybe because they know everybody's and their mother is going to be playing this mode, you know, and just like getting it all out at once and letting everybody have that kind of discovery rather than that like going on to the forums and it like kind of being spoiled for somebody out of game. Right. That, that would, that would make sense to me as far as that goes. No, that makes sense. Actually, a little, a little off topic. Have either of you, since we're talking about voice lines and lore, have either of you or anybody in the Twitch chat, have you heard a voice line between Doomfist and Winston? I haven't heard one yet. I, that's odd. Now that you mention it. No, I have not. I haven't. No. There should be some serious shit talk going on, right? Between Doomfist and Winston, you know. I, I well, and just all of those characters that took on Doom Doomfist. Yeah, but particularly Winston because he beat him, you know. Yeah. Like particularly Winston, like Winston was the one who put him down. Winston's not one to talk shit. Well, he, he, I bet you he was talking that trash after he whooped that ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, that I fully expected that when that came out, that that was going to be an interaction. Yeah. But the most of the interactions I hear, they, the, the interactions um, Doomfist has with other characters, unless he's talking to himself, but it's him talking to like Hanzo trying to convince Hanzo to be Talon or Widowmaker. Now also it's talk, talks to Hanzo and says, we can restore your family's honor or restore your family's legacy, you know, stuff like that. But I have not heard anything between Doomfist and Winston. Maybe Winston that. was like, I said everything I needed to, to say with my fists. <laughs> like <that. laughs> fuck you, you bitch ass monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I just thought that Jamaican. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, look at me. I am pasty fucking white. You really think I can do a doom fist? <laughs> yeah. He tried his best. Okay. <laughs> you, did, you did a Jamaican. <laughs> look at me. I am the captain now. Uh, that is terrible. Jamaica's got the bobsled team. Okay, um, so <laughs> but Junkenstein's revenge. I gotta be honest, and I know it's it's gonna sound I'm gonna sound like like a whiner here, but I was I was hoping that they do something a little different, right? Like for summer games, I kind of understand not doing something totally different. One because it's not the Olympics this year, and two because uh, they did add you know the competitive Lucio ball in, but. For Junkenstein, I, I was hoping that maybe we would get a different scenario to play. 
That's what I was kind of hoping. I was really, really I was good. really hoping they we would, would attack him. Yeah, the I'll, castle was his like castle. Yeah, yeah. And we and we moved in just like the other one, and we attacked it. That I mean, that would have been really cool. Yeah, the uprise. Like I think it would have been cool if you start from the beginning of Eichenwald and move forward with your team of monster hunters, right? And you make it yeah. into Junkenstein's castle, and then you're trying to you know stop him before he you know uh, you know wakes up Roadhog, but then he wakes up Roadhog anyway, so you got to destroy Roadhog. Right, yeah. the map is already there. Yep. It's already there. Cool. Like there, there is a scary, uh, you know, like a, a spooky. I can walk, which looks very nice. But uh, oh yeah, that's new. Yeah, like I, I really wish that. I thought they had that last year. Maybe not. I, I guess no, that they is. had Hollywood. Uh, oh, now, spooky Hollywood! Now last this year, year right? they have Hollywood and I can vault. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I would have loved to see. Uh, to be honest with you, but you know that that didn't happen. Actually, Mel just brought up that it should have been Junkertown. Uh, yeah, 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 I was gonna say that makes a lot more sense. I don't know why they didn't <laughs> do it that way. Maybe because yeah. they were still debugging it, and you know that would have been a pain in the ass. That too. They plus, just got Junkertown out. You but Junkertown doesn't have any castles either. You know. True. Yeah. Just defend the pile of trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I. Well, yeah. Some to hope for next year, Joe. I hope so. We'll see, because I I do believe that in the third year of Overwatch, we're definitely going to see. Actually, even in the second year, I think once Overwatch League comes out, I think we're actually going to see a decrease in them, in them spending a lot of their development time on new content like this. I think we're gonna, well, I think we're gonna start seeing that. To be honest with you, and then maybe around like middle of third year, maybe fourth year, they're gonna try to revitalize it a bit. And you know, punch up, pump a bunch of new stuff into it to get people to play, like they do with Hots, you know, or they do with Diablo. You know, it's it's kind of the same thing. They they view Blizzard views all their games as a service, and even though they're a super large company, it's understandable that they can't just focus all of their resources on one game at a time, right? And that actually works out a bit because you know, while Hots was kind of cooling down, and Overwatch was you know, uh, like um, brand new and so many people were playing it, that gave the, the guys who were, uh, did Heroes of the Storm a chance to redevelop Heroes of the Storm into what it is now or do the Heroes of the Storm 2.0 thing. And I think it came out great. But then again, I am not a hardcore HOTS player. If you're a hardcore HOTS player and you're telling me to shut the fuck up, you're probably totally, <laughs> you know, it's probably totally deserved. But I like it. Yeah, I I think you're pretty much on point with all that shit. I mean, I kind of wish I'd have had you in the saga pod now because uh, Frank and I were really big on like industry prediction and like, you know, in the know kind of shit like that. And I I think you're spot on with that. And I I like your instincts on on, uh, where you think this is going. I agree. I I like your style. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, we'll see um, what happens with that. Maybe next year, like you said, and I don't know, maybe it, this might be what we need, what we're going to expect, right? For year two with the events, they're just going to be new, the same events, new skins. They're not going to change the mode. Does that means May snowball fight for winter wonderland again. I know Bob was in love with May snowball fight and then, uh, not year of the rooster, but whatever the year on the Chinese Zodiac is for next year. I don't follow the Chinese Zodiac, but last year was rooster. According to Overwatch, it could have not been Rooster. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> yeah, it was actually Year of the Cock. Yeah. But they couldn't say that, so 
They said it, year of the rooster, but in, if you're over there, it, translate in, it translates into year of the cock. Gotcha. It's always year of the cock here, boys. Right. Oh, Wait, yeah. That sounded know. really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we'll, uh, we'll see. They'll do another Lunar New Year event, probably. Same things. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll enhance CTF a bit more. But I'm curious, like when Uprising rolls around, when that, when that, when that rolls around, are we going to see something new finally? Are we going to see a different scenario? Because Uprising came out of nowhere. They're kind of like, dude, what holidays are happening right now? And everybody's like, no holidays. It's, it's you know, it's, it's the end of March. <laughs> you know, so uh, they they just kind of put that together. I, that's the event that I'm most excited for. Yeah, definitely. I'm thinking it'll be like another like mission with the original Overwatch or I'm really what I was really hoping for was they'll somehow play out the scenario where Reaper finally converts, mm. you know, where he where he like kind of goes a wall or whatever, you know, because that hasn't really been told that well through yeah, lore and everything. And I, I would uh, yeah, I would love to play through that whole thing and like see what actually went down with all of it, you know. Yeah, I would love to see that, but I think that would actually look better in one of their, uh, you know, animated shorts, only because we know that it was, well, at least from what we've been told, it was Reaper fighting Soldier and whatever happened inside of the facility caused it to explode. So I don't think it was kind of like... at least from it doesn't sound like it was something like where you can you could do something with a group where they're like oh, it was Reaper the whole time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. I think it would be cool. I, I do want to see like a Talon style. Uh, that would be cool. Event though, like, like a Talon mission. Yeah, a Talon mission. Yeah, I thought what they were gonna do for the Doomfist release uh, during like the event was to have a Talon mission for the for the Doomfist. You, you actually release Doomfist. But no, he just punched his way out of jail. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's the type of person he is. <laughs> yeah, I think after they get the, the league actually running and moving, I think they might go back to creating new stuff. I think just right now, their focus is the Overwatch League. Well, the, th- the Overwatch League has a totally different team, though. That's the thing. Like the Overwatch team, the Overwatch League should not actually affect they're the creating that right now. The, but the, they're trying. Yeah, I mean they're they are actively hiring new people for it. But, but the the Overwatch League started had a, out. The Overwatch League had, had a, a different had a different team since last year. There was a different. Like, the person who handles Overwatch League is not part of the normal Overwatch team. I'm pretty gotcha. sure the guy who was handling Overwatch League had to do because you know activision bought mlg and i'm pretty sure he came from mlg so that's a they, they, they've had a different team handling that from last year so in terms of like development i think the only stuff that maybe the like like our overwatch team you know jeff kaplan and those guys were probably dealing with was for the most part better spectating you know maybe I hope so. That's that's my number one wish for what Overwatch League releases. You got to do something about the spectating. Um, yep. But um, we'll we'll see about that. But let's go ahead. Can we dive into the rest of these patch notes? Because some additional things happened with Overwatch when this patch came out. Uh, so, oh yeah, the I was going to mention it things. later. What was that? I said some pretty big things. One specifically. Yeah, you must be talking about that BlizzCon Winston skin. 
Oh no. <laughs> that is that is something that if you have a virtual ticket for BlizzCon or I think a real ticket for BlizzCon, you yep. unlock the BlizzCon 2017 skin. That is not available on console yet, I don't think. I, I it's not showing up on my PS4. And my PS4 is linked to my battle.net account that I have the virtual ticket on. Huh. So it I'm is sure. is a little odd. Um there was some, actually this is I didn't know this, but there's some um some changes to Vicious selection of seasonal uh victory poses. So they made a little bit of a change to victory poses. I don't know. I don't I don't know what that's about. They look normal to me. Big change, huge change, and you really need to let Game this changing. sink in. You need to let this sink in and understand that this is huge. <laughs> and you need to really pay attention to how you use your ultimate, okay? Ultimate charge is now immediately expended when a hero's ultimate ability is activated instead of depleting over a short period of time. That means when you hit the button, no matter how far you get into your ultimate, if you are interrupted, in a lot, it will you. It is out. You the health charge is gone, and this is going to. Uh, this is one of the things I was talking about, right? Where I think a couple of weeks ago, I said. The thing about ultimates in Overwatch, they're all cheese. Every ultimate in Overwatch is cheese. But the reason why ultimate, you know, ultimates don't ruin Overwatch is because there are checks and balances to that cheese. And this is another check and balance to the the cheese that are ultimates, which actually makes Overwatch playable and competitive, unlike some games. Like, I think my biggest example was always Destiny. Not necessarily Destiny 2. Because I can't, I don't want to speak for it because I don't have uh, a lot. I haven't played PvP a lot, but Destiny One was made out of cheese. Full fucking, it was full Gouda. It's made out of cheese. When you saw somebody running at you full speed, you're like, that guy has his super, and <laughs> he's gonna kill us all. <laughs> like there was nothing you could do about it. But yeah, now like this is just a check and balance. I am totally with it. I know that I'm gonna get super mad sometimes when I when I am going to do my ultimate, I get interrupted and I'm going to say some really bad things. But then five minutes later, I'm going to calm down and I'd be like, this is for the best. <laughs> Those poor Lucio mains, man. He's getting hit hard. He's yeah. This is so hard. Yeah. It's going to hurt. You got to be really careful when dropping the beat. You can't drop it in the air anymore. Yeah. yeah. You, it, it kind of, it, it kind of makes it such you can't use it in, in an emergency situation. You just want to hit the button and use it. Right. Yeah. But the well, problem on, I don't think you hit on what it, the change is. Well, I just said it, yeah, Ultra Charge. Did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it, I guess we we have to I guess we talk impl- uh, implications, right? Because basically what that means, we talked about last week too or week before last, whenever it was showed up on the PTR, it means that if you're interrupted while doing your ultimate, you're going to lose the whole ultimate. That's the big deal. So Bob is right, I didn't clarify it properly. Sorry about that if you weren't following the conversation there, guys. But um yeah, it's it definitely it's huge because if you get interrupted, there's gonna be a problem. Now we were having some we were having a debate last time about which ultimates get interrupted and which ones don't. But the Overwatch yeah. team, there's a dev comment and then they kind of tell you which one causes you to uh get uh interrupted or not. So I'll just read the developer comment. It says one of the most common pieces of feedback we received revolves around the way Overwatch handles ultimate interruptions players often feel frustrated when they are able to prevent an enemy from using ultimate only to see that that same enemy use it again immediately after respawning until now many ultimates drain the meter quickly over time instead of instantly setting the meter to zero when the button was pressed 
We originally designed it this as a way to ensure that players have a chance to use at the very least, a little of their ultimate every time. However, we now feel that it causes too much frustration without added, adding many benefits. This, With this patch, ultimate abilities will instantly set a hero's meter to zero when the button is pressed, which means stopping an enemy ultimate at any point after it's activated will ensure that it has been spent. Another piece of feedback we often hear is that it's, that it's difficult to understand which abilities are, interrupted, are interruptible and which are not, for clarity, most Overwatch ultimates fall into three basic categories. And we've talked about this before, but we never categorized it this way. So here we go. This is the official categories of ultimates. Transformation ultimates. These add significant passive benefits to your heroes while allowing the use of weapons and abilities. So Bastion's Configuration Tank, Genji's Dragon Blade, Mercy's Valkyrie, Soldier 76 Tac Visor, Torbjorn's Molten Core, and Widowmaker's Emphasite. So basically, any abil- any ultimate that you could use and still use your abilities while using so counts as a transformational ultimate. And those, I do not believe, can, like, if they're interrupted, they still continue after the fact. Like, they don't just that stop. That is correct. Right. So the next are channeled ultimates, which these force your hero into a new mode and render other abilities and unable, uh, un- uh, sorry, unusable while active. In most cases, these abilities can be interrupted at any point to cancel them. Ultimates in this category, Doomfist Meteor Strike, McCree's Deadeye, Thar's Barrage, Reaper's Death Blossom, Roadhog's Whole Hog, Zenyatta's Transcendence. Though Zenyatta's ultimate renders him immune to interruptions, so Zenyatta just two big middle fingers up in the air to that. (laughs) And um, the last one is Cast Time Ultimates. These abilities require a small window of time to pass before they become active. If they're interrupted during this window, they are canceled. Nano Boost. We talked about this last week. Uh, Diva's Ultimate Met Call and Self Destruct. Hanzo's Dragon Strike. Junkrat's Junk Rip Tire. Lucio's Sound Barrier. Maze Blizzard. Orissa's Supercharger. Reinhardt's Earth Shatter. Sombra's EMP. Symmetra's Shield Generator and Teleporter. Tracer's Pulse Bomb and Azaria's Graviton Surge. That's interesting. I didn't think about Symmetra's Shield or Diva. Or Symmetra's uh, Shield Generator Teleporter or Diva's self-destruct like if you if you hear a diva get ready because she there is a small period of time where she has to get out of the mech like it doesn't just teleport her out of the mech so if you're able to hit her in that super small period of time with an interrupt you have just completely that would be i'll be so mad if i was diva i'll be so mad you know a lot of anger i'd be like they don't know how to balance this game you know that'd be be one of those which which with diva too though like if you kill her mech as the mech is dying, you can jump out and complete your ult. You know, you may die, but it still explodes and all. I'm yeah. not sure how that would really be interrupted because even as your mech is fucking dying, you can still cast it. Yeah. That's, that is could a be, it could be her ult. Wait, what ult does it say? It well, says it both. says both. Oh, oh, it says both because you could definitely interrupt her. You have plenty of time when she's getting back into the mech. Yeah, yeah they're getting back like, in the mech. I, I, oh, I've interrupted her several times, but like the the the, the transformation time from the oh, well, the, oh, the time it takes for her to get out of the mech to jump out because she just kind of ejects and black and backflips. I, I guess like you, it, you have to. It's probably like less than a second, but it's yeah, doable. But it's doable. So that's interesting. If it is, I've I've never seen it, but. I would, that would just be something to test out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, this is a big deal. And I, I do approve it, even though I do know it's going to bring me grief sometime. So additionally, Diva 
now her boosters by default you have to hold them down to move like, like this, if, if you just tap no, it huh? not by default though that was what they were originally going to do oh so they didn't do it by default because last yeah, time they said you can change that now though yeah so now you have the option to manually hold down the boosters you're right okay right. so basically what that means is instead of having the boosters and flying past somebody and flying back which we see a lot you can just let go of the boosters and they'll stop flying i'm pretty sure the cooldown time is the same now because that would just make boosters, I think, a bit too powerful. Yeah, if, it if the cooldown time yeah. uses it. Yeah, so that would be uh, that. That's kind of cool. Uh, Dragon I, I think Blade. The, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. I I think the biggest uh, implication of that one was because uh, a lot of pro players, pro divas, and everything uh, didn't have a way to cancel flight without uh, the melee cancel, which saves like a quarter second or some shit. Yeah. Uh, so now that there's a way to insta cancel flight, you know, you have a, that little second more control over a flight path and, you know, what you're doing midway and all that. Right. I, I think that was like the big change. Right. Yeah. So that, that, I think that's a good change. Dragon Blade can no longer be interrupted. That was, I think that was a bug that was in there for a short period of time where you can actually interrupt Dragon Blade. That's not supposed to be the case, apparently. Also, a supercharger for Arissa can be stunned or hacked or she can be stunned or hacked while putting the supercharger down now as an arista player i gotta tell you if you're getting stunned while you're putting the, the actual supercharger down you're probably doing it wrong because why isn't your shield down to stop you from getting stunned i have never put a supercharger down and just let it like fly like it needs some uh, type of protection they so. are like why are you not fucking uh what's her b ability the uh, not halt the uh, other one uh Fucking hell. Uh, halt? Or, no, or the Graviton halt, the, Surge or the... Uh, no, the oh, arm that, thing. That's Halt. Fucking... Yeah, that's Halt. No, 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 no that that's halt? not Halt. That's... No, um, no that's... Yeah. Um, Fortify, sorry. Fortify, yeah. yeah. Halt is the uh, Graviton. It's the Graviton, yeah. <laughs> Fortify, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Sombra. So, her hack now interrupts the following ultimates. And, and as Nano Boost, Orisa Supercharger, Maze, Blizzard, Reinhardt's Earth Shatter, and Diva's Met Call... You would have to be in the process of already hacking that character. Right. Because yeah. all of these ultimates, they already um they move they they activate so fast that you wouldn't be able to stop it after the fact. Yeah. Well, I found a lot with probably... Sombra too. Like if you know that they're about to use ult or they're getting ready to, uh, oftentimes you can induce a panic ult and it kind of interrupts them as Sombra. Like I'm not a pro Sombra by any stretch of the stretch of the imagination, but I have noticed that and used it to my advantage before. That might be a pro thing. Just like, oh, panic, fuck. <laughs> well, you, I mean, with Sombra's ultimate, you can, like, that's what you can hit instantly to hack. So somebody, so Orisa starts to blow her supercharger, you could hack right, you know, right then, and then you, and then you clear it. You, you cancel, interrupt it. Right. Right. All right, so let's see. Oh, the, there was another change that came from the PTR. Uh, when capturing an objective, the progress bar is now broken into three segments. That will fill in a team's color that is capturing it. As each segment fills, it will trigger an auto uh, uh, animation and audio cue. I have still haven't seen this yet because I haven't played any uh, yeah. high, uh, ca like standard stuff. So I didn't get a chance to see it, but it sounds cool. Yeah, I mean when I yeah when I played it on console, cause I did play some competitive on console today, and it looked normal to me. 
So yeah. I it's just I those just little it. it's just those little quality of life improvements, you know, like the the symbols over the death over the dead characters and things like that, you know, just little stuff like that that people really never thought of or didn't notice, but we kind of always wished, ah, man, fuck, I wish that was there. And now that we have, you know, that little sound cue, you know, that makes a just little bit better quality of life in game. I I think there are really good changes that they make like that. Yeah. Actually, I can help others to understand it too. I didn't want, I don't, I don't, we usually don't go into the bug fixes, but I did definitely think this was kind of a funny bug fix. Well, it wasn't funny that it was to happen to, but now that it's fixed, let's all have a laugh. Uh, fix an issue that caused matches to end on a draw when both teams won their first attacking rounds in overtime on Hanamura, Hellrise, Lunar Connery, Temp, uh, Temple of Anubis, and Volsky Industries. I would be so <laughs> bad if that happened to me, but it shouldn't be happening to anybody now, so let's have a you know, a bit of a laugh there, everybody. Uh, Let's talk. Like I said, we're going to bring up uh, some, a little bit of news outside the realm. This has more has to do with, um, you know, Activision, not necessarily Overwatch, but there was an analyst has downgraded Activision after nine (laughs) years. This is the first time in nine years Activision's uh, forecast has been downgraded. And uh, they've had like a six. I think that they've had like the what's the word I'm looking for? Their um, profits have increased by like six hundred percent over the last nine years. Yeah, I mean, and that that ain't bad for a company who has like age. Like everybody thinks that they you know Call of Duty is what gets them all this money, but Call of Duty's been in decline for years. But yet this is the first year that they've actually, um, you know, they're they're. It's not even like we're saying that they're going to make less money, but it's just the forecast is being downgraded. And I thought it was interesting. It's because of overwatch It's because of overwatch league specifically that they're, that they're doing this downgrade because they think that it's, it's, I don't want to say a super high risk, but I think it's, it runs the risk of disappointment. This is gaming. Everything runs the risk of disappointment. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I I actually have a few stocks in Activision, not too many, but uh, I I kept an eye on them. And just looking at the five year forecast, I mean, you can let me. I don't know if you can kind of see it, but like, see that little downswing there at the end. This is five years of history with Activision uh, or Blizzard. That little mini downswing right there is what's causing that forecast change. So they are alive and well. There's nothing wrong with ATVI right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was uh, it was interesting because like I said they stay they they stated overwatch league as the reason and one of the reasons they said is because this is the first time that you know they're doing this and the first year of overwatch league is likely just going to be a big lesson and then later on they will learn their lesson and then you know apply whatever they've learned to it and i used to do like a a kind of a, a general gaming show so did i it was called the mash cast and we did that for about five years we had like 200 episodes and one of the common themes of that show was getting these reports from these analysts who deal with, you know, consumers and software, and they don't know anything about video games and the culture behind it. Like, you you can't right. treat somebody who's buying video games the same way you somebody, somebody who's buying 
you know, the Adobe suite, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't like, you have people who will eat ramen noodles for a month so that they can buy a game. Like it's, it's, right. it's, 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 it's a different story. And a lot of these analysts don't really under like, they don't know the history of gaming. And I thought it was interesting. Cause he's like, I said, this is their first time doing it. Actually, it's not, this isn't like overwatch league. Isn't as new of an idea as everybody thinks it is. Yeah. You know, Overwatch League 1.0 is what he called it. It's actually MLG Combine 2.0. They have at least five years of failure that they learned lessons from with the <laughs> MLG Combine. I mean, they tried they tried with the MLG Combine, but it didn't work. I think the MLG Combine was actually, it was ahead of its time. It was right. too ahead of its time. And one of the reasons why Overwatch League can survive now versus if the same thing would have happened in, let's say, if Team Fortress would have tried the same exact thing in 2007, right. streaming media. I was going to say one word, Twitch. <laughs> yeah, like streaming media. That's one of the, the big reasons. So, first of all, it, 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 it definitely has a much better chance than MLG Combine ever did. But at the same time, they have years of history. Uh, of learning of, 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 of mistakes that they made and learning from their mistakes. Like I can almost guarantee you one of the reasons why they were so adamant about not having regular esports organizations just buy into Overwatch League and keep their names and stuff like that was because that was what part of the problem with MLG Combine. You know, too many like you had there wasn't a there was a barrier to entry, but it wasn't big enough. Right, right. Twenty million dollars is a pretty big bag of barrier entry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the big difference is money. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing. Like they, this is not a a, a new process. This is not like a new thing. I, this one of the reasons why I think Overwatch League is going to succeed is Overwatch League going to make a whole bunch of money in the first year? Absolutely not. Um, it's it's not. So I mean, it's a huge investment. Like the amount like. The amount of money that they're putting into it, they're not going to see that for years, I think. Especially right. the team owners, the people who are buying in for $20 million and stuff like that, they're not going to see that for a while. But overall, I think the league is going to either meet expectations or exceed expectations when it first launches. My big thing with Overwatch League, as I think we kind of wore out last week, is that I just don't think it has the longevity. I don't, I don't think it has really a, 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 you know, much longevity into the future like you know let's say like eight ten years from now i don't i don't, right. I, don't I don't see overwatch league being that big but um yeah i i just thought it was funny that you know that little that little curve you you uh <laughs> you showed it has has to do with overwatch league which you would think would be like the opposite right you know yeah right biggest thing and it's just the investors like people that do invest investing for a living like a lot of the industries that they watch the big mistake is they don't know that much about the industry or about the companies themselves like amd um i bought amd stock like fucking crazy as soon as uh zen was announced originally uh codename zen mm -hmm. and i was like this is gonna be a fucking hit they got jim keller who is a fucking industry legend he uh, there's no chance of this being a complete flop Keller is a genius in the industry and everybody that knows anything about the industry itself knows Jim Keller's name. And so first thing I bought in at like fucking, what is it? Like $4 and something a share on AMD. And then as 
time went on, you know, stocks started going up and up and up, and AMD became popular as a stock, not necessarily as, you know, people knowing what the hell they're doing. And then there was like this rise and fall after Ryzen got like announced proper. Uh, and that made it really popular because there were 6% swings either way in these stocks. And that is money to people that play the stock market on a daily basis, day traders. So this stock just kept fucking going up and up and up. And then it was at one point up to 15, I think a share. I don't even know what it's at now. Uh, I ended up selling out at fucking like 11 or so because I was like, hey, it's time to get out. But uh, yeah, it's at 1368 now. But just a year ago, uh, we're talking like four bucks a share. And 90% of this is because people not knowing what the fuck they're doing with the actual industry and getting in early. You know, this would have been a completely different story if people knew who Jim Keller was and anything about AMD in the industry, the CPU industry. And I don't know where the fuck I was going with this. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're on the same page that these analysts really don't know. But yeah, but that, that was that here. was the point I was circling around to. Like, you can't trust the fucking stock market analyst on the gaming industry. You have to have somebody that knows the industry itself to know anything about what they're going to do as a company. Yeah, I, I think it's the exact same thing with uh, ATVI. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. So I, I, I don't think uh, that this is this is definitely not like a negative thing for them. This is. It actually shows one thing. Like, I mean, like the outside is definitely looking in, right? Like the outside people who don't deal with gaming are looking into Activision Blizzard and looking what they're doing with Overwatch League and seeing how it's going. And uh, what we do need uh, for it to succeed in the long run is for more of that type of money to pour into Overwatch League, right? You know, people, more people. So everybody investing. buy ATVI as soon as you can. <laughs> more people investing in into Overwatch League and. You know that it it'll only grow from there. So, what I'm really saying is, fucking pump my stocks, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just thought that was that was pretty interesting on a slow news week. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and get into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. All right, so like I said, we only have a few of these. Uh, one, there was a Lucio nerf. Or a Lucio, people, that's something that people, people thought was a nerf for Lucio. That was actually a bug. And that was that his momentum between, uh, from, from wall, wall jump to wall jump, that went away on the PTR, correct, Bob? It, uh, I don't know if they've fixed it on the PTR, but it was a bug. They, I, yeah. I've got to guess that it's not in live. I didn't play Lucio today, though, so I'm not sure. But it is definitely a bug. Jeff Kaplan confirmed. So uh, I, I believe the actual bug was uh, not in the momentum necessarily, but it was he had a, a shorter or smaller jump off of a wall ride is what it was. Yeah, well, the way Lucio works, when he jumps off the wall, each wall he jumps off of, he gains more momentum on the next jump off. So, so he lost the momentum that caused a shorter jump. Okay, I got you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think they probably, I don't know, happened them trying to change junk rats to lose momentum when jumping off the walls. You can never that's, tell. With I, I mean, that's just, that's <laughs> just my guess of how that, that came, came about, but they definitely want you to be able to get those crazy speeds. And I mean, honestly, the people that really utilize that are like the top, Point oh five percent of Lucio's, you know, it's like top five, five hundred and up. Uh, well, maybe Grandmaster. Who's that crazy Lucio? Uh, that's like the number one. DSP Lucio. Stanky. I used to be. He quit. Yeah. Did he? 
Yeah. Well, shit. Damn, I haven't been keeping up. That makes me sad, man. He was like my favorite for a while there. Now it's PVB Twitch. but <laughs> Yeah, I bet it'll be back. So I, something did come over in the patch because there were some people complaining on the forums uh, about the bug, about the bug, you know, actually making it into the live version of the game. So basically it says, actually, let me get to the front page here of this post. Uh, it says the bug that Lucio's wall ride, uh, the bug with Lucio's wall ride that was on a PTR and confirmed to be a bug by Jeff was poet was pushed to the live version of the game with the Halloween update. This makes Blizzard look oh, like a very no. unprofessional. Well, hold on a second. It makes Blizzard look under unprofessional company because they allow people to test an upcoming update to help find bugs so they can patch them before pushing the update to the live version. But they didn't patch this major bug. This honestly ruins Overwatch for me, and I doubt I'll be playing the game for much longer if they don't fix this soon. Uh, so that got like Ugh. 212 likes. However, Jeff Goodman re- responded and said, let me clarify what's going on here. Previous to this update, there was a bug that made it possible to input multiple jump commands very quickly while r- riding on a wall to trigger a super boost. This was only possible by binding mouse wheel to jump to or potentially some other macro program to simulate this. This exploit has been fixed, so those who were using it will notice it doesn't work anymore. This doesn't affect anyone who was using Lucio normally, only those that were abusing this bug. That said, we are looking to possibly increase his wall boost speed in the future to bring back some to bring some of this back in a more reasonable way, but we won't be reintroducing this bug. So basically, uh, exposed uh, exactly, <laughs> well, dude. That's I mean, that's how I do Lucio. That was the that was the that was the tip that Skyline gave me, and that's how I jump off the walls. I didn't realize that was giving you multiple boosts in that. Interesting. Yep, that was a bug, and that is no longer viable. So everybody, every last thumbs up this got exposed. <laughs> <laughs> all 212 I'm, of you i'm fucking disappointed because like i spent the time to like get kind of good with lucio like the wall jumps and wall riding and everything i, I still jump with fucking space bar you know left thumb bullshit and, you know i don't use the the super cheats and everything like that so i'm kind of mad i missed out on that yeah i use i still use space but i used the wheel to jump off of walls specifically right and then i would still go back to holding space bar but, huh, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't play Lucio enough to do that with him, right? I just, uh, I'm the opposite. I, I, like, I like pulling uh, Lucio's off the wall with like a Roadhog or a Zarya, like knock him off. Like, oh, well, guess you won't be speed boosting anywhere, son. <laughs> I don't but, necessarily recommend you take it in the game, but... I learned Lucio just because everybody's like, Lucio's so fucking good, like a, a season ago. Yeah. And so I learned them really well and got good at the wall riding and shit. And I still fucking suck with them. I can't use them for shit. I think he's one of my worst characters. But damn it, if I can't wall ride like a beast and it impresses people. <laughs> uh, you're one of the Lucio's wall riding away from your team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, check this shit out. I'm at the point already, assholes. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm dead. I can play Lucio. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But I focus. I mean, I focus primarily on the healing when I have to. But right. uh, yeah, I don't do all those wall ride tricks. Even though I can do the stuff where I like, you know, if there's like a point in the middle, I can just wall ride my way up there so people can't get yeah. to me. You know, I could definitely do that. But like, yeah, I don't focus on them too much. 
Uh, additionally, in our weekly updates, there is an Overwatch anthology that has been released by Dark Horse Comics. All it is is a collection of the previously released digital comics. Ooh. I'm, like, okay, yeah, I'm a comic guy, so that's cool. That's cool. I am a comic guy myself. That is cool, but I ain't buying it. <laughs> like those, not, not, those comics weren't good enough. There's not enough good comics in that batch for me to consider spending twenty dollars on it. You're you not know? wrong. You're really not wrong there. You know, now, I, I bought the uh, the four issue Dark Souls uh, one off, and uh, I, I was kind of disappointed in that. You know, but the fucking like the comic story is kind of neat. But the art is so fucking good, so I'm kind of happy and mad that I got it at the same time, you know? Right. Yeah. It's I'm one a, of those deals. I'm a sucker for, like, game art books and stuff like that. I Man, I have tons of shit, like, sitting right next to me right now. Same but, as fuck. But it's kind of like, it's like, you know. It's over there. Like, it's like at a PAX, you know? You know, stuff like know, that. Got my hand, got my Dark Souls art yeah. book. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I'm surrounded. Yeah. But the thing is, like... <laughs> They're like it, when I looked at that that anthology, I was just like, "That Torbjorn comics in there." <laughs> <laughs> Somebody drew a starfish on Bastion. Like that's in that book. <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, "Yeah, I'm a pass." I Man, I do, I do really like Overwatch, but you know, yeah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. I might pick it up because I have a, a disturbing lack of Overwatch swag and like my rig used to be like covered in fucking shit. Like there was Star Wars shit everywhere. Like I had a man cave. Now I'm sharing my man cave with the kids. Uh, so like there's a fucking kitchen set back there. <laughs> but I don't have like any Overwatch swag and all my other shit's put up. So I got to get some I got to get some stuff. I got to get a little collection going. Uh, yeah, I don't have any Overwatch swag myself. But I have other yeah. swag that's not hanging up right now. Maybe I'll show it after the show, like what I picked up at our show now a couple weeks ago. <laughs> nice. I mean, I got my own fucking doom fist right behind me here. Yeah, you Life do. Life size. <laughs> Look at that shit. I use it to keep Bob in check during the show. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but I, I, the other item I had was the BlizzCon skin for Winston, but we've already talked about that. Like I said, I don't think it's on console yet, so I'll keep checking on that. But yeah, it's been a really light um cycle you know recently like there's not much news it sounds like know. a personal problem <laughs> uh, why is there no news though well because blizzcon this guy's coming up yeah blizzcon's coming up so they're holding all of their their content for blizzcon bob's gonna be at blizzcon i know i'm excited you want to tell him about con before the storm bob because that's what bob's doing at blizzcon yeah um uh, I'm going to be on a the Overwatch panel at World of Podcasts, which is part of Con Before the Storm. It's the day before BlizzCon at the Hilton. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, going to be yeah, there's going to be a ton of people there. Uh, the panel is me, Slambo from the Cavalry, Totally Drunk from Heroes Never Die, Andreas from Omnic Lab, Rosh from the Payload, and. Did I say five? Yeah, I think that's five. And me. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be the last the last panel of the day. So if you guys are out there, definitely come out. There's a whole art show prior. There's going to be meet and, and greets. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. So definitely check that out. You can check them out on Twitter at Con Before Storm. 
You can check them out on Discord at discord.gg slash conbeforestorm. So check it out. It's going to be cool. All right. Awesome. All right. So we are going to go ahead and start closing up. Thanks a lot for uh, coming to the show, Candy. It was great having you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had to kind of be on my best behavior a little bit. I don't want to offend anybody <laughs> on Twitch. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to, like, get together on a subject one day where we can just fucking go and just, like, this would just be like a no-holds-barred, like, cage match. Uh, I'll have to get Weird Mercy on, you know, and fucking just go off. But, um... Uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I've been listening to the show a lot. Uh, you guys have a lot of really great insight, um, especially you, Ja. I, I really, really appreciate your um, industry insight a lot. Um, even just with this show, I I, I respect it a lot, a whole lot. Oh, uh, coming you. from another video game podcast, I, I you're a guy that knows what he's talking about. And of course, Blaze and Bob, you're fucking great, man. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> we're we're uh, we're two. Uh, we're cut from the same cloth, you and I. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, well, yeah, th- thanks a lot for coming on. I-, I really had a good time with you on the show. You know, we were going to have, like, last week, I know you wanted to come on, but it would just would not have been a great week. I was fighting just enough to keep myself on the show and <laughs> keep that, keep it rolling. <laughs> last week, I was not feeling well. You're um, fucking lucky I was able to make it today because <laughs> I got a call from uh, our internet provider, ISP is Charter. And, uh, Oof. I we fucking didn't pay our bill, I guess, for like two months solid. I don't like I my bill is like sixty something a month, and like they called me like, "Hey, you owe us like two hundred and thirty something dollars. We're gonna cut your internet off tomorrow. Can you pay?" I'm like fuck. <laughs> so I had to like I actually ended up selling a couple of my stocks just to make sure I'm staying positive in my bank account because I had to pay it on my personal like play money yeah and uh like i forwent um i don't know how you feel about guns or anything but i'm kind of a gun nut uh i just got one of my uh favorite guns coded, and like that was a hundred and some odd dollars so i like i had to forego picking that up and that was like a big thing because i was super excited about it right so i i didn't go up there and pick it up just because i i i I i'm not gonna miss the fucking first day of the overwatch event fuck that shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no well, i appreciate your sacrifice <laughs> uh it's all right i'm not gonna be shooting anybody in the past or next couple of days anyway i hope yeah <laughs> let's hope so <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and close up this show uh i do want to let everybody know that batch two for prepare to attack is out uh five new heroes were released that's doom fist soldier 76 junk rat who actually won the vote i was surprised and uh and um i voted i voted may. may so okay so you were one of, you were one of the ones that voted junk rat yeah um, <laughs> actually yeah that's i think that review came through um i i i think i missed a few reviews this week i'll definitely pick them up next week so um yeah so there is a batch two is out that gives us 14 total episodes but 10 episodes for heroes i would highly suggest checking it out dude if you're not diamond you need to be listening to the show like period like <laughs> i hate to, i hate to break it down like that but if you ain't diamond then you just you need to be listening you to ain't the show. diamond you ain't nobody <laughs> because the show has yeah, i mean well it looks like i ain't nobody boys <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee 
even if you're Diamond or Masters, <laughs> I guarantee you learn at least one thing from an episode or at least one take on a thing you already know because it is Grand Masters and Top 500s that are the coaches on it. So yep, it's not like I'm sitting there telling you how to play the character or Jaws sitting there telling you how to play the character. It's someone who really knows their shit. Absolutely. So I would definitely check that out. I want to remind everybody who is not at the live stream right now that we are live streaming every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry, a little bit late today, but we usually get things started around 9 o'clock. And that's at twitch.tv slash smash those buttons. If you have any Overwatch stories you want to send us, whether it be happy, sad, uh, angry, funny, uh, definitely send that over to us. Uh, feel free to join us on our PC, on our uh, console communities. That's on PS4. That's over uh, Watchpoint Radio Overwatch, and also on the Xbox One. We have Xbox One Club called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. Please save me from having a terrible week on PS4 and join that community and play with me. Uh, you can also join us on Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons and join the conversation. We'd love to have you there. And as always, I always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. There's a Facebook community on uh, that deals with Overwatch, as you would expect. There's tons of uh, people there from all different platforms. So if you're looking for somebody to play with or you're just looking for some funny memes or keep up on recent Overwatch news, you can definitely check that out. Thank you guys for listening. We're available on multiple podcast platforms. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, SoundCloud, Podbean, and we do have an RSS feed for anybody who is using a different podcatcher. Links are available for those right on the Mashless Buttons website. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio. We're also at twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Uh, we encourage everybody to, you know, if you have any comments or questions about the show, please feel free to reach out to us. Our email address is WPR at mash those buttons.com. But you can reach out on Twitter or uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, you know, any of our, our methods. Uh, Kendra, why don't you tell them where they can find you? All right. You guys can go to www.fraggingout.com for all your Overwatch podcast needs that you don't get here. Uh, <laughs> we are also twitter.com, or what is it? Twitter at fraggingoutpod uh, is our Twitter handle. Also, discord.me slash fraggingout for our Discord. It's been kind of dead lately, but uh, hey, you know, get there, fucking rev it up, get on that shit. Um, we have a Twitch that we just started. That's going to be uh Twitch, uh, fragging out. I don't know what the fuck the Twitch like handle thing is. I guess it's twitch.tv slash fragging out would be the best way to put it. Um, I've been doing a couple of test streams there. It looks pretty good so far. Um, working on the quality. I, it's been a long time since I did anything on Twitch. We don't really do any live podcasting. I'm all about the edits. Uh, but you know, we're looking into it. You know, maybe we can get something going with that. Um, also, the fucking the fragging out site is not great. I'm gonna fucking tell you right now. If you if you were ever a listen, if you ever go to this uh, Saga Pod one, I spent like a thousand bucks getting this site just fucking immaculate. It was such a good site. I tried, I tried so hard to fucking take the uh, take the code from that site and apply it to the fragging out one, but my li li libraries were just fucked, and I am not good enough with. Uh, the whole HTML shit and CSS to fucking convert it over. So the fragging outside is garbage. 
But hey, it's there. You can find our shit and you can find our links, RSS, all that shit. And of course, just like you guys said, we're on all the major podcast aggregators, iTunes, player, uh, plays, uh, player.fm. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Um, fucking Stitcher, all of that shit. Just look for fragging out. Uh, give us those listens. We need them. We're fucking like nobodies right now. <laughs> I work hard. I work hard on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the feeling completely. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, I found your cast because someone made a Twitter post talking shit, and I was Let's like, be I'm real. Check someone this was out. talking shit. Another Overwatch podcaster was talking shit about a show that's like an episode in. Like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> fuck you and your mama. Well, either well, either way, it got me and it got Melorita to check it out. So. Hey, any hey. publicity is good publicity. Like I said, yeah. Uh, and as far as I know, that guy who shall not be named is like fucking out of the loop right now as far as podcasting goes. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, Bob, why don't you drop your info? You can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can also find me on Twitch at blazon Bob. Someday I will stream something. And yeah, you can find me there. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at underscore Ja underscore. That is underscore J-A-A underscore. Uh if you enjoy the show, you want to help us out. There's a couple ways to do that. First and foremost, just sharing it with other people is a great way to help us out. You know, if you, you know, if you think, you know, somebody who would enjoy the show, let them know about it. We appreciate that. Also a rating and review on your uh, podcast uh, platform of choice. That is also very helpful. And we thank everybody who takes the time to write those reviews that we read off on the show. And even some of the ones that I may be missing, like I said, I'm still working on a way to get those aggregated aggregated altogether. And finally, we do have a store. You can go to mashthosebuttons.com, just click the store link or go to teespring.com slash stores slash mash those buttons. And you can pick up some watch point radio or double tap <laughs> swag. <laughs> Bob, I, plays see Bob with I the see you product placement. So we're going to have some more stuff up there soon. So we, uh, yeah, definitely. If you enjoy the show and you want to wear some watch point radio, you can go to the store and do so. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so and oh, John's sorry, not memeing about, I was going to say, John is not memeing about those reviews guys. I mean, I've, I, he's been doing this a lot longer than I have, but I've still been doing this about three or four years. Reviews, 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 iTunes reviews, especially will get your podcast in the air. If you love the show, if you love any podcast, review it, fucking review it. Just fucking do it. I'm I'm not part of the show, so I can fucking plug this shit like crazy. <laughs> you know, and it's not like bullshit. Review your podcasts, man. <laughs> like, don't freeload. So much. It helps out so much. Yeah, it's, it, it really does. It's a huge and help. We yeah. really appreciate it. Like, we're not just we don't just read them because <laughs> you know that for shits and giggles. Like, we really appreciate them. We take if you have criticism, we take that too. We try to improve the show. We see what you like. You know, if you say what you like, we see what you like, and then we try to do more of that. We really use them. Yeah, absolutely. Like. Uh, running the show like on, on a weekly basis 
Not easy. Not not it's easy. Not as easy at all. Absolutely not. It's really not. I don't know how you do it every week. I can't like I I can barely bring myself to do it twice a month. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's really tough. So getting that positive feedback is like, well, I have to. Like I gotta do it. <laughs> well, and like okay, it's crazy for me because when I first came on the show, the first couple of weeks was easy. I had a lot of material I had thought of, you know, over the year or like half a year that I'd played the game, you know, and then. Week to week, you're like, I got to do different shit. So I mean, it's <laughs> like it gets a lot harder as as you go on. Luckily, Overwatch has had a lot of news, so we've had a lot. But yeah, I mean, after a couple of weeks of like podcasting really regularly, you're like, you realize, God, I am a boring motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, it's horrible when you have that realization. You're like, oh god. <laughs> yeah well that's oh. that's how i felt like uh, i uh before i closed i um i actually did a solo show i started a show so called church of ja which i'm going to be doing two bi-weekly for now that's that's the plan and i did Probably my best <laughs> yeah, yeah and i did my first uh episode so far and it, all the feedback i've gotten has been very very positive but as i finished i'm just like i don't know <laughs> i don't know i just don't think i'm that interesting like i don't think it's yeah, it was really good the story was really interesting <laughs> where i worry is getting something that in that interesting that often you know what i mean like yeah. that was a really interesting story and you talked about it well and you explained it well and it was i was enthralled the whole time yeah, I just worry about trying to come up with something every week you know yeah, yeah. yeah. for my first episode i did a condensed history of mash those buttons because we got about seven years of history going from being oh, nice. going from being a ploy to get free games to what we are right now because <laughs> that's that's basically what it was and it worked I'm, it worked really well <laughs> you know, for a while there i kind of thought i wanted to start a podcast exclusively exclusively about waffle house stories because i've got like a billion of one <laughs> it's yeah. just one of those things like you got to make a real specific podcast about a really fucked up thing that you can talk about forever and ever like it's it's so hard with podcasting and like that's part of the reason i switched to uh overwatch off of video game general because there was too much you know so there's like the weird fine line between a niche that has a lot to talk about and an overwhelming amount of information about fucking everything ever you know right, yeah yep yeah. yeah i mean that's why the giant bomb podcast is four hours every week. Oh, Jesus Christ. I like Frank, my other co host that used to be on Saga Pod, he is a diehard fan. And like, I'll come home because he's living with us right now at the moment. Uh, I'll come home and every fucking day it's fucking Giant Bomb. Like, I hate Giant Bomb now. <laughs> I cannot fucking stand Giant Bomb. Like, they're phenomenal. They're super professional. They're really, really good at what they do. I'm not hating on them. I'm just fucking sick of them. I'm so I sick like of Jeff's Giant Bomb. Voice. I like Jeff's voice. Uh, yeah, he right. does have a good voice. He does have a good voice. Well, now that we've uh, we've uh, confirmed that Jeff has a good voice, <laughs> we'll go ahead and close <laughs> the show let you guys go. I highly suggest you check out mashesbuttons.com slash shows to see our other podcasts like In Orbit for Destiny 2 because it's so hot right now. And uh, we still we do have a division podcast, which is Sit Rep Radio. We do have our fighting game podcast, Double Tap, which there will be a new Double Tap this week. It will not be out on Wednesday, which it normally is. This week it will probably be out on Thursday. And we have two WoW podcasts, one that's news and one that is lore. So I uh, highly just check this out. I said mashbuttons.com slash shows to see those. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. 
Peace.